Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Welcome, everyone, to the Two Geeks and a Microphone Show. We are so glad you are joining us today. Well, okay, as you can tell from my voice, I'm, I'm a little scratchy. I've been <laughs> sick all week, but I'm excited to be here with you to talk wonderful things about Boba Fett. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good Afternoon to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, we're doing this in the afternoon because um, so <laughs> somebody needed a little time to rest. <laughs> yeah, something. Yes, actually, yes. Mike was so gracious. I said, Mike, can we please let me sleep in because <laughs> I'm still struggling. Um, yeah, you didn't have to beg for that because I actually got to sleep in too. So I actually right slept until 7 a.m., believe it or not. Woo! That's a long time for you. I yeah, I, I looked at my app and I actually had nine hours of sleep. That's like a record for me, man. <laughs> right? Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, well, I know you're always up super early for your work and you're at work early. Yeah. So yeah, weekends, I well. try to sleep in, <laughs> but sleeping in for me on a weekend is like 6 a.m. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so to stay until 7, Wow. <laughs> Um, so I got to say this, um, so just so everybody knows, I want to get this out of the way. So this afternoon in a couple of hours is our one year anniversary show. Yes. Um, one year anniversary episode that is at four o'clock central standard time. And, um, so on the weekends we normally do when we have some of the star Wars special stuff, we do that, you know, we got to get our star Wars episode in and we want to talk about it cause we love star Wars. And then, uh, then we do another episode of something else, whatever our topic is. But this week today, in just a couple hours, I am so pumped for our one year anniversary extravaganza. <laughs> Here's the deal. I'm not going to spoil anything. At least I hope I'm not. But Mike reached out to uh, previous previous, previous episode folks, and um, I'm not going to say who's who's all showing up. But uh, we got some. We we it's going to be fun. It is an extravaganza. So please join us 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's my time. And then uh, <laughs> if you're on the East Coast, that's five o'clock and then if you're on the west coast i have family on the west coast and we have listeners on the west coast that's two o'clock oh my gosh could i make that any more complicated i'm so fuzzy brained i'm so sorry everybody <laughs> and you're still better at figuring out the the, the time zones than i am <laughs> I just put I just put, okay, so, put four p.m. Central Standard. Uh, you figure out the time for your zone. <laughs> right, right. I'm terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, but Mike, you, you had stated some of the stuff that we're going to do for that episode. Not only do we have special guests um, who are giving shout outs, but um, you would say some other things. We're gonna, we're kind of talking about our journey, right? Yeah, I figured we we kind of discuss our journey. Uh, you know how it started. How you know how we got the idea. 
um, and just uh, and and talk about how we got different guests and how that all came about. So it, it should be a fun episode. Um, yeah, if you're if you're wanting to do your own podcast, um, listen to the show because we're, we're just sharing our story. We're not going to sit right. here and say, "Hey, we're going to charge you a thousand dollars to hear how we did it." <laughs> but now, if you want to pay us a thousand dollars, we're not opposed to that. <laughs> no, to help us with our podcast. That's funny. That's a good comeback. That was good. I like that. <laughs> Excuse me. So, we we um, won't charge you, but we aren't opposed to taking money. <laughs> right. Through our Kofi page. Right. Speaking of which, if you do want to support us, we do have our Kofi uh, page. It's kind of like Patreon. And we just went to a tier-based system. And um, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, we are launching some new stuff for supporters only. And that is through the Kofi page. So I'm I'm very excited about what's coming up. Uh, Mike, you want to talk about the series that we're going to do? So for Kofi subscribers, we are going to do a sci-fi classic series. Um, I figure we'll talk a little bit more about this during our anniversary episode. And, and you know, so please tune into the anniversary episode and, and we'll detail it a little bit more in there. But... Um, Steven is correct. We're switching to a tier system on our Kofi page. Um, each tier has different benefits, so please check it out. Um, and we, we tried to be affordable, but you know, we, we also need to make a little bit of money to try and recoup, (laughs) recoup our, (laughs) our fees and stuff for, uh, making the uh, podcast because unfortunately it's not free. (laughs) It is not. There are things that are free, but eventually you get to the point where you start paying for stuff. So, right. But we'll talk about that for our little extravaganza later on today. So that, uh, again, our one-year anniversary edition, talking about our journey and where we've been and where we're at and where we're going, all that's happening today with special guests chiming in. So it's going to be fantabulous. I love it. Love it. But right. now we are talking about Book of Boba Fett. Yes. Episode yes, yes, three, yes, yes. The Streets yep. of Moss Espa. Right. So, um, yes, it was fabulous. So, uh, I, you know, I figure we, we start this off like we normally do. We'll, we'll kick it off with a spoiler-free section for a okay. few moments. Of course, I think, uh, you know, being Saturday and it was aired on Wednesday, most people watching or listening are probably right. going to have seen the episode. I've already seen it. Right. I would I would hope so anyway. But right. just to give grace, you know, I don't want to throw out any spoilers till we give a spoiler warning. I um, like that about you. You're considerate. You're a considerate guy. <laughs> I, I try. <laughs> Where I'm just like, ah, oh, let's just start talking. Let's do this. Well, it's only because I got called out by a couple of listeners. Hey, you guys need to be a, m- a little more careful on your spoilers. Okay. I, okay. I mean, I thought we were a spoiler episode, but, you know, spoiler podcast for the most part, but okay, all right. Huh? In all fairness, we I, I it was good information and stuff. So, overall, <clears throat> mm-hmm. what did you think about this episode, Stephen? Okay, so, oh, you're letting me go first this time. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, hey, everybody, if you see me pass out by the end of this episode, <laughs> it's only because I'm trying to use all my energy to be upbeat and have a great time, by golly. Um, 
uh, all right. So here's the Belioso. Um, I watched it um, on lots of medication first time. <laughs> um, lots of Tylenol. Um, so wait, did you feel Tylenol? like did you did you feel like Boba did in the last episode when the when the Geico lizard went up his nose? Oh and, my goodness! And we that's had a good, that's fun. And we had the acid trip out in the desert and everything. Yeah. No, I wasn't acid tripping, but <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty funny. That's pretty good. I like that. Um, I I did watch it a second time because I really enjoyed it. And you know me, if I watch something a second time, that means I liked it because I don't, I don't have a whole lot of time. I that's make, good. You know, I'm very specific about my time. Because I'm seeing um, lots of gripes about this episode online. Ah, uh, uh, we'll talk. It, you can let me know what some of those are because. It's it was a good S four point I give it a I give it a four point one five two no I'm just kidding <laughs> I give it a, a four I easy a four out of five easy four out of five um and um ooh maybe I should say four, we gotta say four out of five rancor monsters nice yes I like That's it I like it on. yeah so our rating system on t- today. Because if, if you're just tuning in, you've never tuned into us before. We we like to uh, pick something in the episode as a rating system. So, um, like last episode, we used uh, 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 gaffy sticks. Gaffy sticks because that was very gaffy stick heavy. Um, it was right. either going to be that or Geico lizards, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so we went with right. gaffy sticks. Um, so yeah, I yeah. think Rancor's is perfect pick for this one. Um, so if you've seen the episode, you understand why. Um, yes. And we go f- uh, between one and five, one being the worst, five being the best. Um, so, yeah, I you know, initial watching, I probably would have said a 3.5 on this. Okay. But okay. I actually liked it better the second time around. Um, oh, right on. Now, granted, the second time around, I probably would have liked it even more had I not been pausing every 30 seconds to take a note here and there. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. this time I actually took some notes and uh, I actually turned on the uh, um, closed caption to so I could read some of the things and and get get a better idea of what was going on. Um, uh, hence, that was right. a, that was a pro tip from Jason Swank over on Rebel Force Radio, and I really liked that tip. That was great. Um, so yeah, if I wouldn't have been doing that, um, I probably would have liked it even more. Um, but yeah, initially there was a couple things in this episode and I won't say yet. Cause like I said, we're trying to keep this few minutes spoiler free. It's hard. Some of these are getting hard to not be spoilerific. Right. Um, but there was a couple moments I was like, I don't know if I like that so much or not. Um, but on second watching, okay. I think I liked it a little bit better. Plus, I had a better understanding of what was going on. So, um, okay. if, if you guys okay. watch this episode and on the initial, yeah, you get this, I don't like this. I don't like what they're doing here. I would really suggest going back and rewatching it because um, I, I really do think it's better on a second view. So, you got more out of it the second time. Yeah. Yeah. A second time watch through. And okay. I think that's just because a couple things jarred me and I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. And then watching it the second time, I was able to enjoy it a little bit more, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yep. Hey, real quick, everybody. Um, if you're listening, if you just want to put in the comment section where you're from or say, hey, um, we've had some people ask us, yes, we do not have a producer. So it is Mike and I who are responding back to you. <laughs> <laughs> We do it. We do it. If you notice, we do it while the other person's talking. 
<laughs> so we kind of enjoy that. So if you just want to do a shout out and say hey to us, we'd really appreciate it. Um, we love having you here with us. Um, we do try to make sure we we say hey thanks to those who are coming up. We don't do a chat overlay right now. Um, we can um, we can do a chat overlay. Um, but we're, we're still trying to figure stuff out in the best framework to do stuff, but we can put up specific notes. So right. Janelle, Hey, thanks for joining us from Oregon. Awesome. Uh, hopefully I haven't pronounced your name right. Um, stated have to see the best review to decide to watch old school fans. So trust your opinions. I said, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. And if you're, if you're talking about old school fans, that, that would be us. We are old and we are old school. <laughs> right. That we are. So yeah, just, we love the shout outs. We love the questions. We try to get to some, some, if we understand it, we'll do, we'll do it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We are old. Um, and stuff. So, hey, uh, with that, um, let me continue real quick. Uh, thanks for letting me take that sidebar. I just wanted to um, give shout outs to folks. The I will say this. I while I absolutely loved the second episode, um, I, I loved it. It furthered some lore with the Tuscan Raiders. Great. It furthered uh, understanding the Gaffy sticks. It. it um, and Boba Fett's journey. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, this episode um, was good. It was good. Um, introduced some new things. So I, I can uh-huh. kind of an introduction to some other things going on. So it's setting this real episode really set the stage for some other things that I'm sure are going to come by. Right. And even hinted at, at what it may do. Right. Which I'm very excited for one thing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, I, I want to see if it's, I want to see if it's the same thing I'm excited about. Cause I got a feeling it is right. Um, I do know, like you were saying before, that, and I put in the description that you said there's a lot of Easter eggs in here. So yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to talking about those and learning about those. So, but I I enjoyed it. I watched, as I said, I watched it a second time. Will I watch it a third time? Actually, probably yeah, because the it, I know it's setting up. There's stuff that it's setting up to. The music was great in it. There's a certain scene in there that was for me personally was heart wrenching. I know some people were griping about that. You were talking about some gripes. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything, but the music was incredible. Now it was, it was fantastic. Fantastico. Now I'm not going to, I'm not going to compare that to the music or anything, but, um, it's, I, it's funny that you bring up the music being, uh, being really good in this episode, but there were, there were, aspects of musical bands in the last episode because last episode i got a very doors vibe with like i said the whole uh geico lizard going up his nose and the acid trip out in the out in the desert and everything it gave me a very doors feeling this episode i got a very who feeling uh the who um which i am a big who fan i love the who um the who is my beatles (laughs) i don't care for the beatles yeah, uh, right. please don't please don't turn me off because I said that. But I'm not a fan of the Beatles, but I love the Who. So um, there were a couple things in here, and the funny thing is that was actually one of the things that kind of jarred me for a second. Went and where I'm going, uh-huh. I don't know if I like this, but you know what? It gives me a feeling of the Who. So, and I'll explain that in a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> 
So I, I, I thought that was pretty interesting. So Yep. Now, for those of you who still need to watch this episode, <laughs> give a shout-out. <laughs> um, we, uh, we are going to go into spoilerific territory. So if you don't mind spoilers, hang out with us. We, we love it. But if you haven't seen episode three, Streets of Espa, stop the podcast now and go watch it and then come back and join us later. So here we are. Spoiler alert. Oh, you're already hitting the spoiler alert. Well, I thought you were getting ready to go into spoilerific territory, so. Well, I was actually, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, I, I want to get to Janelle's question here real quick. Sure. <laughs> Who are the Beatles? That's funny. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah right question overall is I had a transition period getting into the Mandalorian is this a similar journey I should prepare for Ooh, I, you know I think that's actually a really good question that's um, a fabulous question yeah uh, now I, I I don't know if I had that same transition period that you had Janelle we, you were already a big Boba Fett fan yeah you? I'm a huge Boba Fett fan okay um um, but I, I do feel there is a slight transition period for Boba Fett. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, cause I think if you're a huge Boba Fett fan from the old days, there's a quite, there's quite a difference between the Boba Fett that we all imagined back in the day and what we're seeing on the screen today. Um, and I don't think it's a bad thing. Don't don't get me. I'm not trying to say that this is bad or anything. I you know I think mm-hmm. we're going into a, a a a really interesting um, period in Boba Fett's life, and and but the great thing is we're seeing uh, we're seeing aspects of his youth as we go along, um, and we're we're seeing where how he got to where he was in the Mandalorian. So. Mm-hmm. Those aspects, I, I think, make the show really, really good. But if you're a hardcore, old-school Boba Fett fan, yeah, it may take a little transition period, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just my take um, on it. I, I, I'll go with that. Um, Janelle, thanks for the question. I, I, I'm not as big of a Boba Fett fan as is Mike. So I'll just let me just say that real quick. Um, but I, I, I will say that um, I have enjoyed the series a lot. And actually, I the, if you're if you haven't seen the first two episodes, watch together. Don't watch them separately. Watch together. Um, yeah, it's, it's almost like part one and part two. Yeah, it really is. Um, watch those together and that will help. Um, and then um, this the. I, I thought the second episode was far better than the first. That's why I said group them together. And it got me into it. I was told by the end of the second episode, I was totally into it. And then the third episode is expanding the lore around it. Um, yeah. And it's kind of, I've heard some people say it's Godfather sci-fi or a star Wars Godfather kind of a thing. Sure, I, I could do that a little bit, you know, kind of a thing. They just keep dragging me back in, <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. So, uh, kind of a thing. So, uh, that it's it's worth seeing. I can say that it's worth seeing. Oh, definitely. Okay, worth so seeing. let's dig into this episode. Yes. So, opening uh, scene, we get the Bomar monk, monk again. 
the the little spider creature with the brain and the jar and everything. Yeah. Uh, which is a cool shot. I love that shot. Uh but I'm questioning, are we are we going to get any kind of, you know, all the lore I've heard about the Bomar Lunks, Bunks has just been in talk of us fans, uh, you know, learning from us fans what those things actually are. Are we actually uh-huh. going to get any uh-huh. of that lore in, in the series? Um, you know, we keep seeing shots of them, but are they going to explain yeah. what they are in the series? It, you know, I, I always tell myself with TV shows and stuff, everything is done with purpose. Everything. Right. And usually Star Wars, there's always something, you know. Right. And so we've gotten two, we've gotten two scenes almost identical where you see him crawling along the rock and you see the Jabba's palace in the background. Right. I guess it's not Jabba's palace anymore. <laughs> you know, I still refer to it as Jabba's palace too, but I guess it should be Boba's palace. But, right. I don't know. It's just ingrained in my head that right. it's, it's Jabba's palace. So, you know. Right. Um, so yeah, we get that shot and then, uh, I love it when we come into the scene and we have 8D8, which by the way, 8D8, um, I don't know if we really talked about 8D8 in the first two episodes. Mm, I don't think so. Uh-uh. 8D8 is actually the torture droid scene in Return of the Jedi. And, um, 8D8 is also used at, uh, Galaxy's Edge in Disney. Um, he can be seen uh, 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 charring. Um, I don't remember what Star Wars animal it was. He he had some animal that he's charring over a a, a pod. Uh, yeah, a pod speeder. Hey, what were those things called engine. in uh, in Last Jedi? What were those little animals called? Porgs. 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 It wasn't a porg that he was charring, but I don't I don't remember. Oh, okay. But he had a, a pod racer engine that he was charring whatever the animal was over the spindle. Oh, okay. Cool. That's so, cool. That was at Galaxy's Edge? Yeah, that was at Galaxy's Edge. And it's it's the same same type of droid too. I don't know if it's actually supposed to be eight D eight at Galaxy's Edge, but mm-hmm. excuse me. <clears throat> but it is it's the same type of droid. Anyway, so we get uh we get the scene where 8D8 is uh, going over and kind of telling the the uh, layout of the land of Mos Espa. And we actually find out that under Bib Fortuna, Bib Fortuna kind of, I guess, uh, uh, how do I say it? He, uh, um, I, I can't think of the word I'm wanting to use. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> what? Took over. Well, loose alliance with the family. Yeah, he had a loose alliance with three different families. So we find out that Trandoshans are in the center city, which explains why which we explains why we saw so many of them. Right? Like, Holy cow! There's so many Trandoshans here. Right. And I asked that last last episode. I'm like, what did the Trandoshans take over? You know, or something? Right. Well, I guess in a way they did. Or at least they took over part of Mos Espa. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I, I said it last at last as episode, and I'm going to say it again. We get all these Trandoshans. I want freaking Bosk. <laughs> I want Bosk to show up. Wouldn't that be fun? So then we also have he reveals that the Aqualish, um, they're the workers district. They have control of the workers district. So an Aqualish, that's the. 
that's the walrus looking creatures. Um, oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So if you're an old school, oh, the guy that got its arm cut off and yes, like, yes, oh, exactly, okay. exactly. Um, what was uh, Ponda Baba was his name in Star Wars: A New Hope. Whoa, yeah. that's a deep cut. Uh, yeah. So little, little <laughs> trivial pursuit thing going on there, dude. So yeah, Ponda Baba. Um, that's who Obi Wan cuts his arm off, and uh, um. The funny thing is, if hey, you're an can old, you give me a hand with this. What, what, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you give me a hand with this? So, if you're an old school vintage Kenner action figure collector, uh, Ponda Baba had the what was it? I think it was purple and orange. He had almost like an orange unitard. <laughs> okay, but he's got this walrus looking face. And every time I see that action figure, all I can think of is Mark Hamill in interviews talking about how back then they didn't have names for it. We, di- we didn't have names for these guys, so we would have called him Buttface. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's all I can think of when I see that. I just, I just picture funny. Mark Hamill in the whole, we call him Buttface. So, right. <laughs> so the Aqualish... They control the workers' district, and then okay. the the Clatoonians, they they control the starport and the upper sprawl. Now, exactly what that means, I don't know. <laughs> I assume to, it, since most episode looks like it's in a you know in a crater or something, and then the outer edge, the outer rim around the city, okay. and then with the spaceport being up there, that's what I thought. But what kind of what kind of folks? Uh. But <laughs> thanks, Janelle. <laughs> nice job on your uh, Mark Camel impression. Thanks, Janelle. I try. <laughs> I got another one coming up for you, but not Mark this time. Next time. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so I guess you would compare it to almost like a, a stadium, and that's how they would call the upper bowl of the stadium, so on and so forth. Yeah, that's what I assumed. That's what it was. So yeah, so we have that, and you know they're explaining. All, you know, he, he's explaining all that. And then uh, then we have the Gamorrean guards come in and announce that they have a visitor, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, right. Because when I first saw the visitor, when he came in, I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. Where do I know this guy from? Oh, right, right. And, you know, and I, I watched it a second time and I was like, okay, well, I got to figure out where the heck do I know this guy? Well, yeah, I found out. <laughs> so yeah. the the actor is Stephen uh, Stephen Poole or no Stephen Root Stephen Root Easter egg Easter egg yes that's right Easter egg and Stephen Root played Milton on the yeah. on on Office Space. I did you my stapler? Yeah, I took, you took my stapler. You took my water. You took you took my water. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody posted a a, a meme. Uh, you know, Andrew Staples did. Oh, was it Andrew our, Staples? Our friend, our friend from the Escape from Pod the Facebook Escape Pod. Group. Yeah. Yep. So like, uh, he comes in, and then uh, Fennec leans over to Boba and says, "He said somebody took his stapler." <laughs> <laughs> right. I love it. Love it. So that was a nice was little fun. Easter egg. I like that, and, and I thought yep. he was great. I. I <laughs> He he was starting to annoy me how he kept saying, and I was so offended for you. I was so oh, offended yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. Let's 
Can you brown nose anymore? Yeah, exactly. You know, I was waiting for Fennec to go look at Boba and go, you want me to shoot him? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's just shoot this guy. You know, I tell you what, the way this thing's playing out, looks like that may just happen in another episode. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I don't think he's worth their time actually. Um, but then, then he mentions that, uh, uh, a band, uh, a gang, more or less, robs him, um, and he's a merchant in in the the servant district or the they took my water in the workers. They stole my water. They stole my, water. <laughs> they stole my red stapler. Um, but uh, yeah, they they took his they stole his water because he sells water, which makes sense on Tatooine. Um, <clears throat> but he said that they're he he made a comment that they're. They're cyborgs. They're half man. They're half machine. He was very disgusted by them. And I was really waiting for Fennec Shan to take his head off at that point. Because we all know that Shannon can't fan is actually cyborg. You know, she's got mm-hmm. the, the cybernetic, you know, gut, you know. So, right. um, yeah, there was part of me that was like, yeah, how does Fennec feel about this guy? Yeah, come on. Let her let her pull out the blaster and shoot him right in the head. <laughs> right. I was waiting for it, but... Oh well, uh-huh. um, but th- when she said when he made the comment that they're cyborgs that you know they're part man part machine, I got mm-hmm. excited for a moment because I was like, oh, oh, this would be a perfect chance for them to introduce a classic Star Wars comic book character who was okay. in the original Marvel comics and he's been carried over into the new Bounty Hunter series now, and his name is Valance, and man, Valance isn't awesome freaking character i would so love to see a live action version of valance they may be setting the stage they may be setting the stage i hope so but this gang yeah they didn't compare to valance (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) right uh, in fact (laughs) um in fact when, when we when we meet the gang because after that moment, Boba Fett decides, all right, I'm going to go see what's going on. Right. And he and Fennec and the two Gamorrean guards, they they take a walk out into the city. Whoops, sorry about that. That's all right. They t- take a walk out in the city, and yeah, they run into the the gang, quote unquote. Right. Um, yeah, they, they actually reminded me more of uh, um, Biff's gang from Back to the Future. Ah, I like that. I like that. That's what I got the feeling of when I saw him. I was like, oh my really? gosh, is this Biff's gang? <laughs> I didn't think that. When I saw him, I was like, oh, cool. We got some kid. You know, you know, they're just, I don't know. They just, way in the verse. they, they just did not, uh, I don't know. I wasn't real impressed with them. First look. Okay. Sure. And I think it was meant to be that way. Cause it's just, but know, the, here's this perceived problem and and they're well you know I, I liked how they use this situation to give different perspectives of the world in Mos Espa and yeah. what's called the streets of Mos Espa you know here's what's really happening here's what's really going on yeah we stole his water yeah we did and I was like whoa that's bold in front of Boba how cool is that and then and then they were like but he's charging three times the amount right yeah and then and then he he was like, you know what? Well, you can come work for me, you know, because he, he's like, well, you should be working and you're not working. Well, there's no jobs. So how are we going to work? Fine. Come work for me. 
And then Milton hears him. <laughs> yeah, who just happened to be there nearby. Right. And, well, I think his shop was right there or something, which, you know. Uh, he's He was. that. Well, you, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I think it just it gave credence to the thing. He was just playing Boba. Well, I was so offended for you. Just saying. I was just waiting for him to go. I said, I said, no salt on my margarita. I'll blow this place up. <laughs> <laughs> no salt. No salt. I was so waiting for it, but oh well. So if somebody wants to, if somebody wants to do a YouTube video of that, let me know because <laughs> I still want that to happen. Um, but now, now's when we got the part where I I thought about the who, mm-hmm. because when we see the gang, we see their speeder bikes. And this is the part that kind of jarred me because I was like, really? That's the design you're going with on Tatooine? The the speeder bikes were red, blue, yellow, green. I oh, mean, they were different colors. Th- not just mm-hmm. different colors. Bright. Super bright. Mm-hmm. In this mm-hmm. dark area. You know, I mean, you, yeah. we have never seen colors this bright, this bright on Moss. On ta- all of fair. Tatooine. That's fair. Okay. I, okay. And I, I don't know. It was jarring to me. I was like, eh, I don't like this. They just, they look out of place. It's, eh. It does. There was something, I just didn't like it. But I saw them, and I saw them and the way they're dressed, and it made me think back to, and I, I know we have some listeners over in the UK, so... um. <clears throat> They could chime in on this a little bit, but it made me think back of The Who and The Who's album Quadrophenia, which is a uh, rock opera. Um, granted, you know, The Who was well known for rock operas, especially Tommy. Tommy was the uh, epitome of rock operas and still my favorite. Tommy, can you hear me? Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I- I've never actually listened to all of Quadrophenia, but. Quadrophenia is supposed to be about the mods and the rockers. So the mods were like a gang that all drove mopeds. And and they wore, you know, I don't know, outfits that looked very similar to what we saw on this group, you know. Um, And then we had the rockers. And the rockers were, they, they drove motorcycles. Um, so they were, they were kind of competing gangs in the sixties in, in the UK in England. Um, but yeah, this, this was like, wow. Uh, wow. Is this a who video? (laughs) So, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So last episode we had the doors, which is cool. Cause you know, it's a doors is a cool sixties band that I really like. And now we have the who and the who is my Beatles. So that's funny. That's funny. (laughs) Well, I'll say this. I um I love the concept of having the bikes. I thought that was neat. Uh, oh, sure. How they were, you know, going through the city and stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. So I liked it. I do understand your color. I heard some people made a gripe saying they were trying to, what was it? Disney fi Like the Power Rangers. Or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw the Power Rangers comment, which I thought was pretty <laughs> I, funny, actually. <laughs> I was like, that's dumb. Well, now our friend—they didn't like put all the bikes together to make one big Voltron (laughs) thing. (laughs) I don't know. I I might have liked it better had they done that. (laughs) Been much more better. Much more better. Um, And our friend Paul Bateman called uh, 
called them out for putting zippers on uh, the one girl's uh, leather jacket or whatever. He's like, come on. We don't do zippers in the Star Wars universe. There's no zip. Oh, there, you don't funny. do zippers. I didn't see that. Yeah. Paul Paul has a big uh, gripe about using zippers and buttons in the Star Wars universe. So um, if you all know Paul Bateman, uh, Paul ba- Bateman's been on the show. He's been on Rebel Force Radio. Um, <laughs> Paul is a great guy. He's 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 so oh, much fun. Oh, my goodness. He's so fun. Um, and it, yeah. If you, if you want to have a fun time, listen back to our Paul Bateman episode. It was really good. Yeah, um, just just another side note about Paul Bateman. For those that may not know, he's the he's the he's the caretaker of the Ralph Macquarie estate. I, I think that's a good way of. to describe it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he learned from Ralph, Ralph Macquarie. Um, he uh, Ralph Macquarie is the guy who did most most of the concept art for Star Wars in the beginning, and. Um, Paul Bateman's worked on Doctor Who. He's worked on all kinds of stuff that he couldn't tell us when we were interviewing yeah. him and stuff like that. It was great. He's is a lot of fun. Um, if, if you get a chance to see that episode, go back and take a look at watch that episode because you'll see it. And he has a he has, he has a, a sheet behind up. him. He's got a sheet up because because of non disclosure agreements, he had to cover up his workshop. Right. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Yeah, apparently, uh, Mark Anthony wasn't worried about that when. He did our when he did our episode because he had all kinds of artwork behind him. So, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think most of his is computer. Mark Anthony. Like, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Uh, go watch his uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, that that's that's a good thing to watch too. Check out Mark Anthony's YouTube channel because it shows some of his art and stuff. And he doesn't just do all computer art. He he does some other stuff. Oh, he's a great artist yeah. in his own right. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um. And actually, uh, it, it's cool that you brought up uh, Ralph McQuarrie because Ralph McQuarrie will come into play in this episode too. Oh, good. Okay, I knew it was in the la- his concept art was in the last episode. episode so two. So now, uh, when when they you know when Boba invites him back to join him, so now we go back to Boba's palace, not Jabba's palace, Boba's palace, Boba's palace, <laughs> and we get. The frog returning again. The the frog creature in front of the palace. In fact, we even get the burp <laughs> that we saw him return to the Jedi. Right, right. So my question is: was was George Lucas on set when when they were doing this? And George, you know, he he says, "Um, hey Dave, hey John, Dave, w- we need the frog, and I, and I want him to burp because that's funny." We got to have a burping frog. It's funny. So, (laughs) so yeah, I just wonder if George was on set when they, when they came up with that idea. It was good. It was good. Dude, how many, how many notes did you take Uh, through the whole episode? We're going to, our episode's going to be longer than the episode itself. About three pages. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. So now we're back at, Ba- ba- I almost said Baba's Palace. <laughs> Boba's Palace. And uh, we get another uh, tank, uh, back to tank scene. And mm-hmm. Boba starts having memories again. So we go back to Camino. We see a shot of Camino. We see right. the slave one taking off, uh, you know, Django leaving Camino and Boba Fett watching him. And we get that nice little contrast. I, I love it where you see 
Boba's reflection in in the glass on Camino, and then it goes into Boba's current face. You know, right in the back to tank. Tamora Morrison's face. Yeah, Tamora Morrison's face. I, I I love that. Now, my question here is, you know, we keep seeing, we keep having these flashbacks to Camino. Are we eventually going to get a young Boba Fett and? could we possibly get them bringing Daniel Logan in to actually play a younger version of, you know, maybe when he's a young adult Boba Fett mm-hmm. in these flashbacks. I doubt it. I'm That's my opinion. I'm being hopeful. I'm being hopeful. Look, I want Daniel to have a job. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm petitioning Disney right now. Bring Daniel in, have him play the young version you know the the uh, young man version of Boba Fett. So 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 we can I have think Daniel. The Boba back. Fett fan club on Facebook posted a picture of the kid they used for this one to do this young. Oh really? Put Daniel Logan's face on. That's cool. So I had to check that out. Um, yeah, but then then we get then we get more uh, of the Tusken Raiders. So we see what happens to his tribe. Because I would say that's yeah. Let's let's talk tribe. about this real quick because I got I got to get some. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. You, you finish your thoughts and then I'll roll. So yeah. So we see him You're with ready, everybody. We we see him with the Tuscans, um, and he decides to go pay a visit to the Pikes, and yes, then then we yes. find out that the Pikes are already paying uh, protection money to the Clatu uh, Bank. Uh, Biker that gang. Bike gang. I think mm-hmm. they're Clatoos. Anyway, <clears throat> that they're already paying protection to the Clatoos, and they don't want to pay protection to both the Clatoos and both. to the Tuscan Raiders. Mm-hmm. Although I, I did like what Boba was like, well, look, you're going through Tuscan territory, and, you know, we've been in control of this territory. Or, you know, they've been in control of this territory for... Right. Since the... Since the uh, the the waters of Tatine, Tatooine disappeared, which I'm sure at some point we're going to get the history on that. <clears throat> Although yeah, Milton, Milton wanted to tell the history and Boba cut him off. Because <laughs> he, he did say, you know, there's there's an interesting story behind that. And Boba's like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever. So, done that. so then we have the trip back. And that's when I come to the realization that Man, uh, Banthas are slow. <laughs> Why in the heck right. would they want to use these to travel with? They are so slow. <laughs> right. I, I know they're an elephant covered with hair and everything, but my gosh, they're slow. In fact, they're so slow that once he gets back to the 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 camp or he gets close enough to the camp to see that it's smoking, he jumps off the Bantha and runs because they're just too freaking slow. <laughs> But yeah, so we get to we get to the camp and we find out that the Klaatu biker gang has now destroyed the camp and killed all the, the yep. Tuscans in the tribe. It seems like everybody, yeah. Yeah, I think I think everyone was killed. I didn't see anyone left and he leaves by himself. So, yeah. I think they wipe out everybody. I think they're gone. Yeah, now, so here this was the scene I referenced that I thought the music was fantastic for. Oh. Um it was great. It was heart wrenching. Um, I didn't like it, but I understood it. And I don't. I. Well, let me rephrase that. 
I don't think I you're like meant. Just... I don't think you're really meant to like that. Agreed. I mean, right. it's supposed it's to strike. Telling us like, ah, oh, no, right. they, you know, they invested in it. Oh man, you know, kind of a thing. Which is interesting because you know we we've went from the and we've talked about this in previous episodes, but we've went from. Uh, seeing the Tusken Raiders portrayed in Star Wars A New Hope with Luke and Obi-Wan as marauders. Um, we've seen them portrayed with Anakin. You know, they, they kidnap his mother and they torture his mother. And, you know, and we get the yeah. whole, I killed them. I killed them all. I killed the, the children, the women, all of them. I hate them. They're animals. But now we see this tribe and this tribe is, a lot different from what we've seen in previous movies of Star Wars. Right. Uh-huh. Where we, you know, we feel for him. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, yeah, we, we want Boba to have his revenge against this biker gang for taking out what yep. essentially becomes his family. I mean, mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. this is the only family Boba's ever known, at least as far as we know. Right. And, and I think the way they're portraying it in the, floor, in the show is, yeah, this is his only family. You know, he had his father, and then he lost his father at a young age. And we, we know from the Clone Wars, he, he you know, he teams up with the, the bounty hunters in the Clone Wars, but I don't think he ever connects with them like he connects with the Tuscans. So that's that's my thought on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was... It, it, it was good. It was a good episode. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next flashback scene is oh, yeah. from that. Well, um, yeah, cuz we're it's almost like we're moving into the territory of Mandalorian now. Mhm. Cuz I, I I don't think there's a lot of time difference from that scene when he walks away from the the destroyed camp to <laughs> when he meets up with Mando. You know. Mm-hmm. I I I think mm-hmm. we're at a close point here. I don't think there's a lot of time between those two points. We so, got to figure out how he gets back his ship. Yeah, yeah, that's true, because he has the ship in, in Mando. So yeah, maybe that's the next that's the next uh, uh, sequence that we'll see. Mm-hmm. And then, and of course, I'm sure we'll get another sequence on on Camino also with mm-hmm. young mm-hmm. Boba Fett. So yep. Okay, heart wrenching oh. scene done. And oh, and. Okay. That's also another George Lucas poetry moment. Um, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah, that's true. Because that, that goes to Tatooine, uh, well, the Tatooine scene in A New Hope when Luke comes back to his aunt and uncle, uh, uncle, Bur- uh, uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, and their homestead mm-hmm. is burned and destroyed. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's a very similar feeling between the two. So... <clears throat> Again, George Lucas, poetry, it rhymes. Yeah, that's good. That's a good callback. That's insightful. Um, and all. all right, back to tank. Back to tank. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come oh. on, come on, come on, come on. So he comes, uh, yeah, he, he wakes up to, uh, my gosh, I cannot pronounce that Wookiee's name. Kraskin? I have no idea. The the big, huge, badass Wookiee. Right. <laughs> Who's freaking right. cool. Love him. Uh, yeah, wakes up to him choking him. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. how, fight, 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 fight. How did fight. that Wookiee get into the palace? That's what I want to know. 
my gosh, how does he sneak right. in there? You know, uh, mm-hmm. boy, Boba's he's a bounty hunter. Yeah, he has his ways. But Boba's security, <laughs> Boba's security sucks. <laughs> Let's just right. come on. He needs to hire some more people because yeah, that's oh jeez. I just figure he's a bounty hunter and he's good at what he does. So I guess, but man, he threw Boba around like a rag doll. <laughs> Yes, he did. It yes, was pretty awesome. I mean, we we almost got that feel for uh, uh, a New Hope when when Han warns three uh, PO it's best to let him have his way because you know it's not wise to upset a Wookie. Well, right. no one upsets a, a droid. That's because droids don't rip people's arms out of their sockets. Wookies right. are known to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we got almost a taste of that with this him throwing Boba around. I, I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. It was a great fight sequence. Great fight sequence. It was. It was really good. Um, and then we get the 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 mods come in. <laughs> the mods come right. in and fight him too, which I don't know. I think is a little ridiculous. I don't think they could. Uh, yeah. yeah. They could what? I don't Finish think they. Could, I don't think they could get some of the hits and and stabs that they got on that Wookie. I don't know. I just. I don't think they were a worthy adversary of the Wookie. <laughs> well, there was four of them. I, I agree. I, I agree. don't they care. Just, He's equal to four of them. <laughs> they were just speed bumps in the road, kind of a thing, and and they didn't do great. You know, speed bumps. That was great. <laughs> right. They're just you know. So I'm just saying that he, the, I, I'm, the fight was good. It took four of them. They didn't do anything. I mean, yeah, they got some hits in, but really, they didn't do anything to slow him down. I guess. And then right. when he went chasing after the Gamorrean guards and, well, yeah, and then he, I don't know. He seemed like it seemed like there was more of a fight with them than there was with the Gamorrean guards. And the Gamorrean guards, they're supposed to be pretty darn tough, you know. In fact, we've seen them in uh-huh. Mando fighting. You know, doing the fights in Mando, and they were they were pretty tough. Right. So, um, and they right. should be tough because they're not as fat as the Job of the Hut uh, Mandos. I mean, Job right. of the Hut ones. Um, right. Yeah, I agree. You know, Wookies are awesome. <laughs> I think that's the point. The point is is showing how cool Black Chrysanthemum was. Yeah, Chrysanthemum, whatever. Yeah. So I'll learn his uh, name by the end of the series. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, which we'll get to. That I think he's coming back. I'm pretty positive he's going to make another appearance. But then we had another yeah. trapdoor moment to the Rancor pit because that's when yeah. Fennec Shan comes in. And Fennec Shan, I love how she has in the stock of her gun her knife. That man, that's awesome. I I want a gun oh, and I want way. a knife like that. <laughs> that's so cool. I'm jealous of right. her. Um, so yeah, she pulls out the knife and stabs him in the hand and. And down the Sarlacc pit he goes, you know, so so we get another right. shot of that, which I absolutely loved. Um, right. Fantastic. Yeah, that was good. I really enjoyed that. And then um, I thought it was interesting how, <clears throat> excuse me, right after that, they were like, you have a guest. And I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, their dinner gets interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> right and boy do they have boy they got some weird things on their table by the way <laughs> right that's a lot of food for two people yeah i know and and fenix just i mean she's eating she's eating like she's a royalty or something you know i loved it right oh wait uh what's brian saying here uh oh, oh that's funny 
It's her red rider with the knife in the stock and this thing that tells time. Uh, Christmas that story. Good. That's awesome. That was a great Christmas story reference. I love it. Good. You'll shoot your eye out. You're right. Although, Red Brian, Red. I don't think we ever have to worry about Fennec shooting her own eye out. Then That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> She's too good. She is too good. So, yeah. So, yeah, we get the moment uh, their their meal gets interrupted, and we get the Hut Twins back. Um, which, okay, you know, we didn't talk a lot about the Hut Twins in the last episode. Uh, I, I want to say, you know, because I've seen back and forth uh, since the huts were introduced, um, I've seen some back and forth with people how they were. Uh, some people are still complaining, saying the huts don't look good. Because let's face it, Lucasfilm has had a bad time with huts over the last twenty years. <laughs> they haven't. Right. They haven't done. I thought. I think the twins. I think they look fantastic. I think they look great. Personally. I love them. I think I think these are the best huts we have seen probably since the return of the Jedi Jabba the Hut. I, I mm-hmm. really, really do. I, I mm-hmm. like them. I like them a lot. Um, so yeah, we get we get the return of the huts, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they <laughs> they bring Jabba a gift. They mean Boba. Or, they yeah. bring Boba a gift. I, yeah, I said Jabba. They bring Boba a gift. They, they bring do. Boba a pet rancor. <laughs> now, here's the thing. When I saw that rancor coming up, you know, and there's a, there's this little driver with the car, you uh-huh. know, bringing it up and stuff. And I, I was so enthralled in the aspect, he's getting a rancor. Well, yeah, we all were. That? We all were. And then when when we saw who was bringing the rancor up, I went, Danny Trejo, what? Finally, Danny Trejo is in Star Wars? This is going to be freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was. I was like, Danny Trejo. I was like, this is great. I pretty this much love him. Episode ever. I pretty much love him and everything he's he's in. He he does such a good job in just about everything he's in. Um, he, he was in the flash series too. And I loved him in the flash series. He was so much fun. So yeah, I think this is perfect. And for him to be the Rancor right. keeper and trainer, that is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian says again, he says, same reaction. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Great cameos. You're absolutely right. Great. Cameos. Excellent. Excellent. I see my stapler. I see my stapler. <laughs> All right. I cannot wait to see uh, some more moments of him and Boba and him teaching both Boba and the Rancor because, you know, we're about to get that. Yeah, let, let's sidetrack here for a minute sure. about that. Um, I loved how we got more Rancor lore. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. And I loved it. it was Danny Trejo who was giving the who was giving that lore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, I love this guy. And now he's he is the linchpin, this new guy giving me new story yes. about Rancor monsters. And not that they're just fierce fighters. Right. They're lovers, not fighters. Okay, now I gotta go I gotta go back and okay. talk about the Bad Batch episode with Moochie. Oh, right. Because now we were led to believe, and I still don't think we ever got a true answer. We were led to believe that that Rancor 
was possibly the same Rancor that we see in Return of the Jedi. And with that in mind back then, I was like, look, I'm not going to feel sorry for this Rancor. This Rancor tries to eat Luke. And I don't like that. So, you know... You know, because you you ended that episode with everyone was like, "Oh, well, you gotta feel sorry for for Moochie. You gotta, you know, he's a cute little creature." And I was like, "No, no, no, no. He tries to eat Luke." So I, yeah. I don't know if it's established yet that Moochie is actually the Rancor that that eats Luke or not, or tries to eat Luke or not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had different feelings about Rancors in that episode. Now I wanted to like him. I wanted to like him a lot. So this, yeah. This this rancor I liked a lot, and I, yeah, I felt I an emotion for it. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, cool, this is going to be fun. I, I really well, like where also, they're going. It's a calf. It's a baby. Yeah, that's you true. Know. Well, Moochie Moochie was still a young rancor. Moochie was not a full. Yeah, full but grown. Moochie had already opened its eyes. The one thing I loved about that they true. introduced was they imprint on the human their first, you know, or the first thing they see they kind of imprint on. But see that kind of that kind of messes up that episode a little bit because you know moochie episode yeah because moochie becomes friends with with uh uh omega yeah and omega's yeah. not the first human that moochie sees right so it's all right here brian says boba had immediate connection with the baby rancor makes me wonder if if he ever had a pet as a kid on camino oh that's, that's good i like that it is yeah and I would think no, he probably never had a pet on Camino because one, I don't know. Look how clean, sterile. I just can't imagine, you know, them allowing him to have the Camonians to allow him to have any kind of pets. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I yeah. Mm-hmm. So my first, my first instinct would be no. So I, I yeah, I think maybe Boba. Uh, has a he leans towards animals. He he has a an affection towards animals. Maybe because he had the lack of that as a child. Um, dang, we're really psychoanalyzing this episode. <laughs> yeah, probably a little bit too much. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Here goes. Brian says it's a water planet. Probably fish takes only. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's a good one. <clears throat> that's a good one. That's a good one. But nice. here's the thing. Um, something that said is, I love it where he talks about the, you, you get the, the witches of Eastwick. I'm not the Eastwick. Oh my gosh. The, the witches the, of Dathomir. Dathomir. Right. Reference how they used to ride them. Right. And then he says, I've ridden bigger things. Boba Fett says, I've ridden bigger things. I was like, that's a deep cut. That yeah. goes back to the, uh, uh, Star Wars special, right? Right. The, that goes back to the holiday special, holiday the, special, the Boba Fett cartoon, where we get the introduction of Boba Fett, and he is writing the. I th- I'm probably going to mess the name of this up. The myth mythosaurus, myth mythosaurus. Oh, sure, we'll go with that. Uh, right. <laughs> I knew Brian would have it. <laughs> I just knew he would. Um, the oh, yeah, okay. the mythosaur. Awesome. Thank you, Brian. Um, he rides the mythosaur in that episode. Um, the 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 symbol, in fact, symbol is on my hat. Oh, okay, yeah, that's the symbol that Boba Fett wears on his shoulder, on his shoulder pads. That's the mythosaur. Yes, that's a mythosaur skull. 
I learned something new today. What a good day. Yes. That's um, interesting. Just like Mando has the the creature the he rhino? kills. Yeah, the rhino looking creature. He, the rhino looking thing? Right. He has that as his his uh, symbol. Okay. Um, Boba Fett wears the mythosaur as his. And it was also one of the uh, um, Mando tribes or whatever. In, oh, Mudhorn. That's right. Thank you, Brian. The Mudhorn. That's what it was Ah, Brian, great to have you Dang. on the show. <laughs> Maybe we need to bring Brian in. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> he, he's really helped. Well, Brian, I have to say it, it's it's penguins slipping off the iceberg for me. If you've listened to our show, you know what that means. <laughs> right. Which, by the way, right. Stephen, we have permission to make a T-shirt of that, by the way. <laughs> Yay. I talked to Scott last weekend and he gave us permission. So, right, um, I love it. Uh, oh, great! <laughs> Thank you, Brian. <laughs> so he does know what it means. Awesome. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, that was the mythosaur, and, and I love that callback. <laughs> yeah, Brian, we're all. <laughs> Brian said he's been there too, referring to the penguins falling off the iceberg. We're all getting older, older, buddy, and I think we're all experiencing it. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I love the callback with the mythosaur. I thought that was awesome. That was that was a really cool mm-hmm. thing. So that that makes me question: Are we going to see at some point Boba riding this Rancor through Mos Espa? Which, which I also have another theory. Epic, epic. <laughs> oh, that's going to be freaking amazing. Um, yeah. and, and I also have a theory. He wants to ride that because he knows they're a lot faster than Banthas. Because, <laughs> man, oh. Banthas are slow. <laughs> right. So now we go to meet the mayor, which, um, yeah, somebody else pointed out online, and I didn't catch this reference, but you realize it's Mayor McCheese, right? <laughs> mayor what? Mayor McCheese. McCheese? <laughs> yeah. You know, Mayor McCheese from McDonald's. Ronald right? McDonald, Mary McCheese, the Fry yeah, Guys, and, and the whole thing. Right, That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, because he's Mayor McCheese or something like that. It's a subliminal message yeah. to go get McDonald's. Right, because it probably worked. I probably went and got McDonald's that day. Um, y- actually, I did go and get McDonald's last night. I went and got chicken nuggets. <laughs> I've been getting chicken nuggets at McDonald's lately. <laughs> Don't tell my doctor that though. <laughs> right, I do like them though. I can't. I can't help it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so now we go to meet oh, man, with the maybe mayor. Maybe I'll go today to get some. <laughs> I haven't been out in a week. You know. See, now you're thinking about Mayor McCheese and and yeah, <clears throat> all those. You ever notice how McDonald's is is it, it went from a fun place when we were kids to a uh, very depressing looking building as you know, <laughs> as adults. <laughs> anyway, that's um, funny. I've never thought about that. We are not sponsored by McDonald's and probably won't be. (laughs) So thank you very much. Please buy your chicken nuggets elsewhere where you can get them cheaper. Anyway. Anyway. Just a fun side note. Did you ever see that episode with um, Grant Amara in in Amara? The guy from Mythbusters did the whole thing about for McDonald's on how chicken nuggets were made. It's really good. It's really fascinating. Uh, No. And I like that guy Grant. Unfortunately, he's no longer with us. Right. he was a fun guy and that was really good. And, but then I remember seeing years ago, um, Oh my goodness. I can't remember his name all of a sudden. He did a TV show, food nation. Je- uh, 
Oh man, and he made chicken nuggets, <laughs> and and showed how they got made and uh, stuff like that. That's okay. Janelle says that she's hungry and she doesn't even like chicken nuggets. <laughs> right. That's great. That's funny. Yeah, I may have to go get some before we do our our ah Jamie Oliver. Yes, yes. It was Jamie Oliver. Good job. Okay. And um, he did a thing where he, with all these kids, he showed them how they made chicken nuggets. And, he, and it was nasty. It was like grinding up chicken and all this kind of stuff is processed food parts or whatever. Sure. <clears throat> so And so, yeah. So um, the kids preferred to have the fried chicken nuggets rather than a whole chicken. It was just crazy. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was funny. So, so uh, Brian's. Brian says no one wants to know how the sausage is made. Right, right. We just we we just want the end product, right, Brian? Yep, I agree. Oh my goodness, what a fun episode. Thanks for the interaction, everybody. I love it. <laughs> yes. I didn't know it was gonna turn into a chicken nugget episode, but <laughs> hey, whatever. Um so then we get the meeting. Right, yes, moving on. My bad. Right. I, I threw us off the Think we're already an hour in, over an hour in. I know, and we have to get ready for our next episode. And I have to go get chicken nuggets before the next episode. So come on, let's. Well, my notes are almost done. If you just shut up, (laughs) I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Um. So now we we go to meet the mayor, and 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 we meet up with Mister Prissy Pants, um, which I don't remember his name. I hate that guy. I'm surprised he's not dead yet. Uh, I I think giving us some time, he he's probably gonna be dead. I don't. I don't think he's going to last too much longer. Um, right. So yeah, we got Mister Prissy Pants, and then we got uh, uh, Joe Dirt back. Um, they were both in this episode, and when we go to meet the mayor, and of course, the mayor's not here. Uh, you know, and all that good crap. Mm. And then Fennec pulls the knife out of the stock of her gun again, which absolutely loved, and then busts into the office of the mayor, and they find out he's not there. And then, of course, they go chasing. Uh, Mr. Prissy Pants, and uh, yeah. uh, we get we get some cool uh, callbacks to the uh, pod race with this. Um, I, I loved when the one girl I, I have no idea what her name is, but mm-hmm. when she's she's riding her speeder and she goes up those steps, it was almost like Anakin in in the pod race. It looked. Like almost an ad- identical shot. Oh um, sure, yeah. I know it, what you mean. It was really cool. It was. It was another. Um, that's that's a that's like poetry. It rhymes. It's parallel. You know. Uh-huh. So we had another one of those moments. I wonder if that was just an excuse to use other story elements from other TV shows and movies. I'm well, just, I don't know. I'm but... making that up. I'm making that up. I, I mean, they're always borrowing from you know other scenes and stuff themes. like that too. You know, the whole thing about storytelling is there's there's these main themes. There's a great book um by Booker, I think it uh on on all these different themes that are in stories and these journeys. Sure. And it's all based on the hero's journey, but there's different journeys, you know, for different types of stories and stuff. So there's always some elements. Everybody's borrowing from everybody else. Well, you know, in, in my Facebook memories this morning, uh, a memory popped up, somebody shared uh, a little meme with me and they had the breakdowns of the scenes from uh, the dark Knight with the Joker mm-hmm. and, you know, the Joker and he's meeting with the gang and all. And they mm-hmm. had them comparing scenes to the crow and they, <gasps> it, it was almost identical. I was like, wow, 
That's pretty freaking amazing, actually. I mean, mm-hmm. the shots were just the the camera angles and everything. They were just right in sequence with the scenes in the crow. It looked identical. So yeah, wow. they they borrow from different things, and of course, Star Wars is going to borrow from Star Wars. You know, so that's, absolutely because that it's rhy- it rhymes. That's right. It's like it's, poetry. It's, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Um, you know, we could really make that a drinking game for this episode and make it at the end of the show. <laughs> True. Um, but this moment in the pod uh, pod race <laughs> in chasing down Mr. Prissy Pants, that's when we get the Ralph McQuarrie reference. Because when when the guys are carrying across that that uh, uh, portrait of Jabba the Hutt, mm-hmm. that's actually a ra- ra- original Ralph McQuarrie uh, <gasps> drawing. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. yeah. So, did did Paul post that? Did, he, did I did not that? see Paul post it, which I am shocked that Paul didn't. I saw somebody else post it, but then after I looked at, it, I was like, "Wow, yeah that that is a Ralph McQuarrie drawing. It's it's fantastic. It's beautiful. Right? You know, um, right. really really sucks that they ran through that <laughs> and destroyed. It. I mean, that's that's like that's just like destroying a Mona Lisa. Come on." <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right. How do you? How it was. You... It was. It was a faked replica. Right. Right. Of course. Just saying, it, just can't, it can't be an original. Anyway, it's not original. <laughs> it's a faked replica. So you know. then we get to the end, and uh, <coughs> so we have that. We find out that basically uh, the mayor has pretty much teamed up with the Pikes, and we get one of the gang members. Uh, kind of observing the pikes coming, uh, a lot of pikes, at least a dozen or more pikes, at least a dozen coming off of that ship. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we're getting we're getting into some interesting territory. Very where, excited, very excited about getting this live action pikes. Now the, the question is, do the pikes at some point cross over with? Uh, oh shoot, what's the name? The black, the syndicate, or the what? Kira's Kira from Solo. What'd you say? Oh, Dawn, uh, Crimson Dawn, Crimson Dawn. So, are the Pikes actually crossing over with Crimson Dawn? Are we going to get a Kira appearance? I would love that if we did. I think that would would. be neat. I I think that would be really cool. So mm-hmm. that's my question. Are we going to get a cure appearance? When are we going to see Boba Fett riding the Rancor down the streets of Mos Espa? I mean, mm-hmm. you know what? I think that would be a much cooler image to see him doing that than to see him being carried around on a mat like Bo- uh, like Jabba, Jabba the Hutt. You know how they're all they're, like... What do they call it? They're litter? They're litter, yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think every time I hear litter, I just think cat litter. You know what I mean? So I'm like, ah. uh, well, I, I didn't hear your litter. I'm like, <laughs> mm, okay. Oh, did you see Brian's Great question? question, Brian. You want to put it up? Yeah, you got it. Okay. So Brian says, will Darth Maul return in live action as head of Crimson Dawn? Good question. Um, at this point, I don't know. Uh, and I'm, okay, I'm a huge Darth Maul fan. I'm almost as big a Darth Maul fan as I am Boba Fett. But are we 
are we getting to a point where we're getting tired of Darth Maul? Because Darth Maul seems to be popping up in everything. Oh, um, really? Yeah. I mean, well, he popped up in Solo. And Solo, when he popped up in Solo, granted, I was happy to see him. But I literally looked at Brennan and I go, where the heck are we in the timeline? I was right. so confused. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait mm-hmm. a minute. Is, is this right? Uh, you know, I was so confused. That's so. That's how I feel about it. In all openness, um, I'm like, where are we in the timeline? And I'm like, well, I know, I know, we're we're getting Kenobi right. series, and good night. Could we get? Would that be awesome to get that same scene we got in in Rebels? I don't know if they'll repeat it though. Right. I mean, and I it's would. It's okay if they don't. It's okay I, if they. Yeah. Don't. Oh no, I don't have a problem with it. I saw it. I <coughs> excuse me. I don't have to see it in live action for it to be real to me. You know. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Uh, so I, I don't need it. I mean, if they do it like as a flashback, I think it'd be kind of cool. Um, but I, I'm, I'm saying I don't think we're going to see Darth Maul in the Kenobi series. I don't, I don't. Okay. I think we would have a better chance of him showing up here only because I think it's going to cross over with Crimson Dawn. The but, whole crime syndicate, the criminal right. underworld of Star Wars is right. kind of the theme. Now, okay. I, 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 I think it that. fits better. Sure. I, I think it fits better here than it will. It fits in much more better. It fits more, much more better. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm at this point thinking we have a better chance of seeing Kira than we do Darth Maul. And there's rumors. There's rumors that we may get a young Han Solo at some point. Uh, which, mm-hmm. uh, well, Harrison is filming uh, Indy 4, and they said that they did the de-aging process on him for Indy 4. So if they're going to spend the money to do the de-aging process for him for Indiana Jones, I don't think it's a far stretch to imagine them doing it for... Star Wars. Hmm. I mean, hmm. you're going to want as much money out of him as you can. You know, he he's a money maker. <laughs> that's that's a money maker right there. <laughs> Janelle, I'm the same with you. I'm not sure if I support that as well. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't want. Know. A, I want a young Han Solo. And if we're getting yeah. Kira, we might as well get a young Han Solo. So. I mean, we'll, right. we'll see. We'll see. It it may not happen. I don't well, know. But realistically, though, this takes place after Return of the Jedi. True. So this is okay. Not young Han Solo, but Han Solo. Okay. Karika. Return of the Jedi. Kira after. Right. Maybe it's when they break up. Leia and him break up, and they. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, okay. We at some point they do break up. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Of course, I don't like that in the sequel trilogies at all. Recast. I would. I would actually love them to see the guy who they got to play solo. Um, I would have. I, I would have liked to. I, I'd like to see him come back because he did a great job mimicking Harrison Ford's tics and mannerisms and stuff like that for Han Solo. I liked him too, but. I don't think he has the fan support behind him. I think we would have a better chance of having a uh, a younger, uh, you know, a de-aged Harrison Ford. And especially since we got a de-aged Mark Hamill in Mandalorian. I I think that says a lot. Okay. 
that's a whole we're moving into oh i know this is just speculation of, of what's to come later and about you know. yeah i mean we I'm got like, what well, at least you just got sebastian stan to play you know luke skywalker that's that was my opinion right but they didn't do that did they they didn't right they de-aged mark hamill Mm -hmm. and i think if they're gonna bring han back they're gonna de-age harrison ford and considering the rumor is they've already done it for indy 4 i i don't think it's a far stretch to say that he's gonna make an appearance in boba fett as a (laughs) younger harrison ford Gotta avoid the topic. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty much the end of the episode. So it's I went through all my notes. <laughs> we got went through. through all your notes. We got right through. on. You did great. I, I have to commend you. Thank you. Three pages of notes. There was a lot that went into this episode. Look, there absolutely. Was. I, I knew you were sick. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, thank you. I, I really gotta, I gotta You're take the driver's gracious. seat for this one. So, you, you know, I made sure and took lots of notes. So I, I remembered stuff and I wanted to be really prepared. So I was trying to help man. you out. You're a good friend. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. You're welcome. And all. Because usually you're right. kind of the one going through the episode. So, I, yeah. Well, it depends. But yeah. Yeah, it was it was good. It just gives us a launching pad for our discussions. Well, and, and I wanted to highlight a lot of things because, like I said, the first go-round, I didn't like the episode as much. And then the second mm-hmm. go-round, as I processed it more, I liked it better. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of people online who've really downplayed this episode. Oh, it wasn't good. I'm like, eh, I don't know. There's a lot of cool things in this episode if you really look at it. So mm-hmm. that's another reason mm-hmm. I really wanted to analyze this one. And I think we analyze this one a lot more than we have the last previous couple episodes. So, Well, I, we did, um, but there was so much, um, there were so many details in this episode, so which made it really good and stuff. So, yeah. Um, I do want to say this real quick. Don't forget, everybody, if you're joining us right now, Excuse me. Yes, I've been sick. Um, I do want to say this. In an hour, in an hour from now, we are doing our special one-year anniversary episode. We've been podcasting for a year. As of today, one year. As of today. And so today we're doing our one-year anniversary saying thank you so much. We're going to talk about our journey, how we started, what we did, the special guests that we've had in the past. We have some that are making special appearances. I'm very excited. Um, And it's just going to be a great extravaganza. So we're going to take a break because I got to go to McDonald's and get chicken nuggets now (laughs) Uh, at all. Uh, Thank you, Brian. Yes, thank you, Uh, Brian. um, Brian says happy anniversary. Uh, happy anniversary. So yeah. So please join us in an hour. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I totally enjoy the interactions. Uh, Janelle, thank you so much. Brian, thank you so much. Yes. Um, for chiming in and talking. We love it. Um, we do get emails and other stuff from folks too, but, um, I just like, I like going live and having these interactions and it, it really brings some fun. I got some great laughs from you guys. So thank you. Yes. Thank Thank you. you. And if um, if you're joining in for the first time and you want to learn more about us, please go to our webpage, which is to the number two 
geeks, G-E-E-K-S, Mike, M-I-C.com. Um, as we say, that is our portal, our hub to everything. So you can yep. get to our YouTube page, our Twitch page, our uh, <clears throat> Kofi page, our Facebook page. Um, make sure and go like us on Facebook. Uh, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're growing on Facebook. Uh, actually, we've got a pretty good following on Facebook. I'd like to see it bigger. So please mm-hmm. go and follow us on Facebook, like us on Facebook. Uh, whatever your favorite platform for viewing us or listening to us on, make sure you like us. And if you can give us five stars and a review that mm-hmm. helps, you know, helps get the show out and just mm-hmm. share the show with friends, please. Um, and lastly, you can check out our Kofi page if you want to support us. Um, Kofi's like Patreon. Uh, we just like Kofi a little bit better and we are starting a tier system there. Uh, we will explain a little bit more, um, about Kofi in our next episode on our anniversary episode mm-hmm. so please join us for that and last of all you can always go to our merch page and pick up a t-shirt or a mug or whatever um <clears throat> have a nice coffee with us as we talk at the virtual coffee table as we like to call it so right on well stated all right anything else steven no no not i'm good I, i'm just ready to um I'm I'm pretty excited about our next show. Yeah, I'm too. very excited about our next show. This has been great, great discussion. I love your detail. I love the stuff that you picked up. This has been a good show, and um, I'm I'm still looking forward to the rest of the season as a must watch. Oh, I I, I think Fett. I think after this is done, we're gonna have to kind of go back and look at the whole season as a whole picture. Ooh. You know, mm-hmm. um, we may have to have like a little retrospect spectra of, of the entire season once it's done. Well, I bet you we could get some special guests for that too. Yeah, I'm hoping so. <laughs> I have two in mind that I really want to get back on, so we'll see what happens. Right on. All right. Okay. So with that said, as I always say, over and out, and may the force be with you. <laughs>Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 